Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. We have moved and are experiencing lots of new things this summer. This story is based on our own little family of raccoons that chased Clark around the house one night. He didn't try to scare the raccoons, and we know not to feed wild animals. But in this story, we can use our imagination to meet Fred, who has a different reaction. Fred and the Raccoon Fred looked over his freshly cut lawn with a feeling of satisfaction. He had spent the whole day cutting grass, planting new flowering bushes, and removing weeds from one of his many gardens. He had bought a couple of wooden chairs, placed them in the middle of his yard, and was now content to sit and enjoy some cold lemonade after a day of work. Fred had just moved to his new home a month earlier. He had never had the opportunity to have a lawn, bushes or flowers, or gardens of any kind. So he was determined that his gardens would be the most beautiful and orderly in the whole wide world. Fred liked order and it had taken him months to plan all the moving pieces to leave his life in the big city to move outside a small town on Prince Edward Island. No more honking horns, no more long commutes on crowded subways. He wanted to try living somewhere quiet. And most of all, he wanted a large space all to himself. Fred lived in a charming old renovated farmhouse in the heart of PEI's countryside, just outside a small town. Its weathered and worn exterior was painted in a soft shade of white that contrasted with all the colors of the surrounding gardens. There was a vegetable garden, a flower garden bursting with colors, and even a Japanese-inspired garden with a pond. He cut his grass so that it would make intricate patterns for all to see when they drove by. To the back of his property was a large wooded area full of evergreen trees, and to his right and left, fields full of potatoes. To Fred, this was paradise. After he finished his lemonade, it was time to put his tools away and go into his house for the night. The next day, Fred woke up to the sounds of chirping birds, a distant rooster, the rustling of the trees, and the sight of a beautiful blue sky from his bedroom window. What a beautiful day, he said aloud. I think I will have my morning coffee in the garden. Fred got dressed and walked down the stairs to his kitchen, which, like the rest of his house, was clean and shiny. 
He brewed his coffee and took his cup with him as he went out the back door towards his garden. Usually the air was full of the smell of the flowers or the green of the grass and trees. But this time he noticed something stinky. I wonder what that awful smell is, he thought as he walked on the path toward his garden. Then he saw something on the ground in front of him. What is that, he thought. It was sort of yellow and brown. He went down to look at it and saw that it was a rotten banana peel. Looking up, he noticed just a few steps further, a used bag that once held his cookies. As he slowly walked, he noticed garbage all over his beautiful lawn, and the wind had even blown some into his garden. Fred was upset. What is going on? he said out loud. At the back of his house and beside his gardens was an old barn that he used to keep his gardening tools. It was also where he kept his garbage containers. And when he arrived there, he noticed that they were all knocked over, open, and the contents spewed all over the place. What a mess. Stomping his feet as he went, Fred took his coffee back into the kitchen, came back out and cleaned up all the mess that was over his lawn and gardens. Finally, after spending the rest of the morning cleaning up, everything was orderly again. The rest of his day was uneventful and he enjoyed the quiet of his beautiful and tidy gardens. The following day, Fred got up, noticed the sun was shining again, grabbed his coffee, and went outside to his favorite spot in the garden. On the way, he saw some pieces of tissue on the ground, and farther ahead, it looked like the stems from carrots he had for dinner. Oh no, not again! Fred walked to the old barn and saw yet again that his garbage containers were all knocked over and open and the contents spewed all over the place. Another mess. Stomping his feet as he went, Fred took his coffee back into the kitchen, came back out and spent the rest of the morning cleaning up all the mess that was over his lawn and gardens. After he finished, he thought, I can't have something making a mess like this every night. I must do something. Fred thought for a while and made a decision. I'm going to hide out here tonight and surprise whatever has been making this mess. I'm sure they will be so scared that they will never come back here and make a mess again. So that night, Fred hid in his barn. He wasn't used to staying up so late, so he was getting sleepier and sleepier until, just as he was about to fall asleep, he heard a loud thud, and then another, and another. He thought he could hear wet smacking noises. 
How rude, he said. Not only is something making a mess, it is eating my garbage with its mouth open. So he quietly walked to the door, one step after another. He opened the door slowly, very slowly, so the old barn door wouldn't creak until he slipped outside. He walked to the corner of the building and jumped around the corner, yelling with a great big roar. Roar! Screech! Went the large animal, arching its back as it ran off. Hmm, Fred said. It is even wearing a mask like a bandit. Well, no matter. That will teach it. I'm sure it won't be around here again. Fred cleaned up the mess, went into his house, and went straight to sleep. The next morning, he woke up to yet another beautiful day. He got up and stretched. Hearing the sounds of birds and the rustling of trees, he decided to have his morning coffee outside in the garden again. Fred grabbed his coffee and started walking towards his favorite spot. On the way, he noticed some orange peels on the ground, and farther ahead, random bits of garbage strewn about. Oh no, not again! Fred saw that, yet again, his garbage containers were all knocked over, open, and the contents spewed everywhere. His tidy and beautiful lawn and gardens were covered with garbage. Stomping his feet as he went, Fred took his coffee back into the kitchen, came back out, and spent the rest of the morning cleaning up all the mess. When his work was finished, Fred was still a bit angry. Maybe I wasn't scary enough last night, he thought. I will wait for that bandit again tonight, but this time I will be super scary, and then I am sure it will never return again. Fred grumbled all through dinner. I didn't move to this place to have to clean up garbage all the time. And how dare this bandit make my beautiful gardens and lawn so messy? That night, he hid again in his barn. He waited and waited and waited until, letting out a great big yawn, he said, Well, I guess it has gotten tired of making a mess here, so I might as well go to bed. As he was just about to leave the barn, he heard a loud thud, and then another, and another. The masked bandit is back, he thought. This time he grabbed a broom, because he thought if he had a broom, he would look even scarier. And so, with the broom in hand, he quietly walked to the door, one step after another. He opened the door slowly, very slowly, so the old barn door wouldn't creak until he slipped outside. He walked to the corner of the building and, shaking the broom over his head, jumped around the corner yelling with a great big roar. 
Roar! This time, there wasn't just one bandit with gleaming eyes staring at him in the night, but four. And the largest one didn't move. So Fred yelled again, Roar! This time, the largest bandit started slowly, but then very quickly walking towards him. And it made an angry sound. Oh no, yikes! Fred dropped his broom and started running, and the bandit ran after him, chasing him through the yard, around some trees, past the pond, and finally all the way up to the back door of his house. Fred got inside just in time. When he turned on the outside lights, he finally saw what had chased him and what he assumed had been making the mess outside his old barn. It was a large raccoon, and with it were a number of baby raccoons. Fred lived in a city all his life and didn't know much about raccoons, but he felt sad for scaring it when all it was trying to do was feed its babies. So he turned off the lights and decided to call it a night, leaving the mess and the problem until the morning. The following day, after cleaning up the garbage, he decided to do something different. Maybe I can help this raccoon and its family and be its friend instead of its adversary. I was wrong to get so upset without knowing why there was such a big mess. I can share with this family since I have so much space and food. That afternoon, Fred secured his garbage containers so they couldn't be opened and their contents spilled all over the yard. He then brought out some treats he had made just for the raccoons. Fred put the treats inside a little house that the previous owner of his property had left for him, and he put it in a special area off the garden pond. He thought he could create a special house just for them. The next morning, Fred grabbed his morning coffee and walked towards his favorite spot in the garden. There was no garbage to be seen and his lawn and gardens were as tidy as he had left them the day before. After he had finished his coffee, he walked towards the house where he had left the treats. The bowl that the treats were in was empty. Fred felt happy. Who knows, he thought. Maybe over time we can be friends. He then walked back into his house to prepare more treats for the family he hoped would someday be his new friends. And that's the end of our story. Good night. Sleep tight.
sun stops it shining, you know you've got a hand to hold. As we wait on the timing, together we're finding there's more than one way to go home. Yeah, there's more than.